That'll bring some memories back for you, Kelly Makiha. Were you a Green Day fan of the day? <laughs> oh, no, sort of. I, I, yeah, a little bit. Not, not, not too much. But yeah, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of a country music girl. If yeah, there you go. Yeah, um. <laughs> Why didn't I know that? <laughs> Yeah, no, very good. All good. Very good. Um, <laughs> now, you, um, of course, on your beat, uh, a big part of your beat is uh, keeping us up to date with court and police cases, and uh, there's uh, there's quite a sentencing coming up right now, yeah? Yeah, there is. Uh, so I've actually just come back from summer holiday, got the got the golden tan and back into the office and uh, uh, back into the swing of things. But just before I went away on holiday, um, I was able to wrap up a court case that I've been chasing for quite a few months and, and that involved an illegal teen prostitution ring that had been operating in Rotorua. So uh, Clayton Fox, the man at the head of it, um, and his girlfriend, Wiki Toria Pepini, um, admitted their roles in the ring um, and it makes for, for for pretty distressing reading when when you have a look at the uh, the summary of facts that the police uh, uh, put together. So Fox, he's a forty nine year old pee addict, um, and he admitted running the prostitution ring for about ten years um, here in Aotearoa. Um, but more recently, he's been using girls as young as thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen, um, and and in some instances, he'd, he'd give them you know drugs like methamphetamine and cannabis, um, and yeah. Unfortunately, in one of the situations, he he got a 13-year-old involved and he went on to have a sexual relationship with her. Uh, So the the summary details Fox and Pepini... um, you know, set up this ring, and 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 they would they would pretty much, in, in general terms, take forty percent of the cut um, of what the girls were earning. And um, yeah, so that they're going to be sentenced on the fourteenth of February, um, and I'll definitely be there be there for that. Uh, so stay tuned to see what the courts will hang down for them. That's a long running uh, ring to be operating without being oh. uncovered, Kelly. Yeah, a lot of grief there, right? And- yeah, absolutely. But I, I think what what's happened is is it's been um, you know that it's been some excellent work by the police because as soon as the the young girls were um, were you know known to be involved, uh, word got out pretty quick. So and that's it's been, been more recent, really more recent development. Yes, Mm. Absolutely, like in the uh, we're talking in the last six months. So, mm. so that's really great to hear that that you know that that has come has you know floated to the surface. So, so yeah, that's some great work from Rotorua uh, Police on that one. We've been talking a lot over the time. We have these catch ups, and thank you very much for them mm-hmm. about the housing issues. And things have moved. At first, it was the um, uh, it was the city very much feeling like it had become the go to for the social housing for mm-hmm. everybody, the motels, mm-hmm. etc. Um, but yeah. things are, things are on the move. Um, what are going or as big plans for Rotorua? Yeah, so I've just kicked off the year with with a, a big story that sort of details all the the, the build programs that Kainga Order has got here in Rotorua, and and what we've discovered is there are six hundred homes that are being built in Rotorua um, that hope to be finished by the end of next year. Um, so if we break down that six hundred, about five hundred of them are being planned or are underway. Um, the other one hundred and fifteen or so um, have been completed in the last year and a half. So they've got a lot of work to do to to get the the homes that they're planning to build um, finished, um, but 
that's a lot of homes. Um, so you know, I, I you know, I guess that, that's a good thing. Um, Sixty developments in total is, is what it, what it boils down to. Um, you know, uh, you know. Bear in mind, this is not including your private housing developments that are also popping up around Rotorua. And there's another 350 houses that are being planned for Nogataha uh, under the umbrella with the Ministry of Housing and Urban Development. So that's like another 350 on top of the 600. Um, you know, but like it or hate it. Rotorua needs homes, you know, and I, I had a I had a squiz at the um, the latest uh, figures that we've got that shows how many people are uh, are really in trouble and desperately needing them, and and we've got two hundred and fifty eight households who are still living in emergency housing in Rotorua. So that's two hundred and fifty households. And that's not people. So households that that comes down to about six hundred people, three hundred adults, three hundred tr- uh, children still living in emergency housing motels in Rotorua. Um, plus we've got 933 people um, applicants on the public housing register so you know we, we really need these new homes so um, you know here's, here's hoping that you know they all get built by the end of next year and 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 we can move on the other thing is that is important to to note too is we're, we're just really hoping that these well, as a true blue local we're hoping that these new houses that are being built are going to the Rotorua people um, you know uh, We've we've had our time of 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 you know dishing out roofs over the heads you know to, to people from out of town. We've got to look after our locals first, and and here at the Rotorua Daily Post, we'll be making sure that the um, that the government is doing that. Yes, I know you're keeping an eye on it. You're even you've even developed on the post an interactive map, keeping track of them mm. all. Yeah, that's right. So, so this map is really handy. So you can on, on all of those sixty developments that the kind order um, is planning to do. You can click on exactly where they are. You can see who the developer is. You can see what stage it's at, whether it's got resource consent or whatnot, and you can see what the what the timeline is. So if if you're you know sitting around um, next to an empty section and you're wondering, oh heck, is this going to be a um, you know state housing development soon? Hop onto that onto that website and have a look at that uh, interactive map. All the details are on our Rotorua Daily Post website, so take a look. Now, uh, also to open is uh, a school for gifted kids in Rotorua. Mm. What's the background to this? Oh, so this is a lovely story. So, I mean, as parents, we like to think our children are gifted at this and gifted at that, and we can bore our friends um, and with teachers. All the details. But, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But jokes aside, gifted kids is actually a thing. So, so they're, they're actually more common than you think. They reckon there's about one in twenty um, children who actually have have the gift. So. Um, so now these clever cookies in Rotorua will have a chance to spend one day a week at a special new school that's purposely designed to tap into these great brains. So, you know, the, uh, in Rotorua, the school's going to open at the beginning of term two in April, and it's going to be called One Day School. And now this is fully funded by an anonymous local flip. Who's who's just wonderful and incredibly generous, and um, you know what what the what he's done through a, through a charitable trust is is fund uh, some staff members. I think they've got two teachers now um, on board, and they're led by this uh, wonderful woman by the name of Dr. Rosemary Cathcart. So she'll be at the helm of this and and taking taking care of the school. She's got huge experience, forty years um, 
of working with gifted children and in fact she was uh, nominated for a New Year's honour just recently and we did a story about her and all the great work that she's done so it's got the right people behind it um, and so what parents will be will be faced with in term one is, is, is having discussions with um, with principals and they will nominate these uh, you know specially gifted kids to to go to this this new school if, if they would like to um, yeah, so I mean, it's going to have like small, smaller classrooms, fifteen students maximum in these classrooms, and yeah, just just somewhere for for these people to kind of you know, I guess, be with like minded people because because we, we might think you know that being gifted, um, you know. Uh, uh, is an honour or, or what have you, but it can also um, be a lonely world, I guess, for these kids because, you know, the, it's not always, it doesn't always make you popular when you learn faster. You could be the subject of bullying or any of those kinds of things. You might feel frustrated in the classroom that, that people around you aren't learning as quickly. And, yeah, it can be can be quite difficult. So I think that's why... Um, she wants know, to do um, it. Yeah, and there's, an, there's yeah. a philanthropist who's not known behind it, right? Mm, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. So, okay. I mean, it, it, just you know, someone who's incredibly passionate about Rotorua, and we're so lucky, you know, to have someone like that here to be, you know, to be giving us this opportunity. So, um, yeah, all details about that story, which the wonderful Mariana Garcia in our newsroom wrote, wrote uh, um, about a couple of weeks ago. So, have a look. Now, there's a big concert on this weekend, and of course, it oh. is uh, a place absolutely. Um, Bejeweled with lakes, Rotorua, mm. and there's a lakeside oh, concert on. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if I haven't kind of let on enough about how Rotorua is the best place in the world to live, here is just one more reason. Um, look, this lakeside concert has been happening now for 25 years, um, and it's an outdoor concert. I mean, most towns have an outdoor concert, but this is absolutely special. Um, it, it, it's um, yeah, like you just you sit out there under the stars. The stage is huge. Um, and we, we, we get in these, these like national and international talent, amazing, amazing singers, 20 piece band, they all come together. Um, there's thousands of people who, who attend. I mean, we know of locals, um, you know, who go obviously, but people from Auckland and Wellington come to Rotorua for the weekend, especially for this concert. It's free. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just a wonderful time. Um, so the stage is being built at the moment. We can see the massive stage popping up on our um, on our village green, which is by the, um, the, the, the lakefront there, just in front of the Novotel. Um, and it's going to feature great acts like Tammy Nielsen, Troy Kingy, Russell Harrison, to name a few. We've got Dixon Lacey. Now, he's he's the man who's behind, the brains behind Coca-Cola Christmas in the Park. So he's the, the man who's running the show. And he's got our... Wonderful man, uh, Turanga Meditor, who's from Rotorua as the co- choreographer, and he's also performing on the show. So, yeah, I'll be grabbing the picnic blanket and the kids and, and the husband, and we'll be sitting under the stars on Saturday night. So, um, yeah, and at the end of it, there's a massive fireworks display oh, too, fantastic. so it's even better. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some young great. talent too beginning to come through. This is a great opportunity for them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got this local girl, um, Nico Grace. Now, oh, I've known her since she was a little girl singing singing around town, and she she is going to be a star. Like, if we think Lord is big in, in New Zealand, Nico Grace, and write down that name because she is going to be she is going to be something big. She just needs to be picked up, and, and she's going to go far. So she's singing on the concert on Saturday night. It's just worth coming to see her alone. Hey, just as an aside, it's a great uh, mm. season, of course. Rotorua, of course, a wonderful holiday destination. 
Um, and, um, you know, a lot of that uh, East Coast, uh, East Cape and Northland, those areas that were so heavily affected by the um, storms are just getting back on their feet with tourism. Mm. Everybody's just getting back on their feet post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Has it been a good yeah. summer uh, in Rotorua oh, for tourists through? And Yeah, it has actually. Like, a, it, it's just got a real buzz about it now. Like, I, I was just saying this morning, I was having a chat to uh, Rob Parry, who's our um, the local fellow who owns the three McDonald's restaurants in Rotorua, and he said that his restaurants have had the best, well, record, um, record month in January. And I said to him, are you serious? You know, I couldn't believe it because, you know, I, even pre-COVID when, when New Zealand was just, you know, heaving in international tourists, he said, yes, you know, January was the best month um, his restaurants had yeah. seen. His so, you know, that's fantastic news. And he, and he said it was tourists, you know, we're, we're, we're back on, you know, and um, and it's just been so great to see the lakes have been chocky. You can hardly get a park. Kelly, though, one of the things yeah. that have come through is that um, in the tu- in the tourist hotspots is that people are coming through, but they're not necessarily spending as much. So maybe Macca's is the beneficiary mm. of that. They're not going to the upmarket well, restaurants and cafe. Um, but Perhaps. yeah, but just yeah. Uh, just good to see. It's been a good vibe and much needed for the whole motu. Thank you, um, Kelly. Mm. Makiha is uh, in Rotorua, where she's the Daily Post's senior journalist.